So you're now listening to Type 88 on Maker Park Radio with Dave Noodles. Don't stop dreaming. We had a little bit of mic problems, but uh, this, type, this guy right here, he doesn't normally need a mic. No mics included. This kid, he amplifies. Projection. He projects himself, as Projectivity would say. <laughs> if you're new to the battle rap scene, you may have not heard of this guy, but if you know the battle rap scene, I'm pretty sure you know this guy. But after the show, you're definitely going to know this guy. He's been all over, he's been on a roll, got a lot of things going on. I'm really excited to have you here, man. So I just want to welcome the one and only Lex Luthor. Thank you, Dave. I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, bro. I got, I got lost on the way here. <laughs> Where'd you go? I, I went, I went to the first place that we hung out around the corner. Stood oh, outside for a good it. 15, ringing the doorbell. You know, <laughs> normal Staten Island stone stuff. It happens. Until I realized, you know, I'm not at the right place. I'm alone out here. <laughs> then I found you. So you went to Bay Street? Yes. Okay. okay. Broad. Broad Street. Broad Street. Broad, yeah. No doubt. No doubt. So, I appreciate uh, you having me, man. Yeah, yeah, of course, man. So we've known each other quite a while. Almost 10 years now, you know? Wow. Um, you've been, you've come a long way. Mm-hmm. I've seen you basically step on the scene as a hungry artist, and now you're doing quite a few things. And now I'm putting on the hungry artist. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So for anyone who doesn't know you, maybe let people know where were you born? Where'd you come from? I was actually born in Monmouth County, New Jersey. Okay. Cool. But I'm from Staten Island. Nice, nice. Yeah. All, all school, PS4, IS7, Tottenville High School. Nice. All Staten Island. Nice. And so your thing, you know, like we kind of know everyone for a thing. Mm-hmm. When I think of you, I think of battle rap right away. Right. It just, that it's your aura. You bring it everywhere you go. You you literally live it. Like you wake up, you're on you're on the thing. You're talking, every day. You, yeah, you truly live. Yeah, I breathe it. Breathe it. Yeah, for sure. When I think of you, I think of stereotype. I think okay. of Don't Stop Dreaming. Nice, nice. Okay, cool. Man, what was that point where you actually got into it? Because of course there was probably a time in your life where you didn't know about battle rap. Right. I will, like, I'll, what was that spark? Well, I mean, nowadays, because you know I run the local circuit. So, like, nowadays you could sign up for a debut and get a tryout. But back when I started from my era, you weren't able to do that. So, like, I actually got found in a parking lot. I was on, it was in the ShopRite parking lot on Highland Boulevard. A bunch of people that run a circuit called Grind Time saw me battling in the parking lot. And were like, we have an event here and there, you know, come by. And I went and it took off from there. The crowd reaction is really addictive. So what, did you see someone battle and you were like, this is what I got to do? Were you rhyming first? Were you making songs? And then you were like, um, kind of found your way. Well, was I started- there a certain person that like sparked that for you? I mean, a, there was a bunch of different battles that I saw that were big, like funny, Enes and Jay Mills being one of them on making the band. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, MTV2, Fight Club, the Smack DVDs, got you it. know? That was definitely it. We used to sell them in the, in the schools, you got know? It, we would it. have all the like, 
we would sell the bootleg DVDs in schools to our friends, you know, Spider-Man and whatever. But we would keep the Smack DVDs and watch them. Awesome. So that's crazy, man. Yeah. I see, like, when you get up, I feel like you've been doing this for quite a while. How long have you been battling, like, rapping or writing? I've been... I've been battling people since maybe 2006. Okay. But I haven't been... I started doing it on camera in 2011. I went to okay. I went to Job Corps in 2006 in Edison, New Jersey, and we used to battle for like oatmeal cream pies, Capri Suns, like those are <laughs> worth battling over. Lucy's nickel bags, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like stupid, stupid stuff. Nice. But yeah, I, I ate good <laughs> out there. I ate good. Nice. There's something about you that's you're very you're very confident. Mm -hmm. Especially when you're in the battle rap, when you get into that room and it's mm -hmm. a battle rap room, mm -hmm. you seem like, I feel like you're like a Beethoven of that. Like I'm you home. You seem to know everything, you know, you, you know what you're talking about, you speak wisely. Mm -hmm. When you speak, you don't like stutter, you don't go, oh, I don't know mm -hmm. what I'm saying. Like you're very sure of what you, what's I've, going on. Like, I've, I've had my slips, but you know what I think it is? I think you, it's gotta happen to you for it not to happen again. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah. I've been through all of the bad situations that can happen to where now it's just clockwork. You're a little sharper than clockwork. Yeah. You know? Before the before these events, before these things, like mm -hmm. what's your prep? Do you do you look in the mirror? Do you do it in the car? Do you have honestly? Like a, I try to like a practice routine. Because how do you get? I do. When you get on there, you're a beast. Well, I don't write any of my stuff. I don't write no. anything down. I do it all in my head. Really? Yeah. I, I, I just pace. That's how I make it up. And I do it all in my head. As far as preparation goes, I don't really have a, a regiment that I stick to mostly because I feel like prepping really hard is what will make you nervous. You overthink it, you know? I know that I do this, man. I know I can write 616s in a week memorize them and be ready to beat somebody you know so all i really do is i just go over them in my head repetition muscle memory okay that's about it showers you know that stuff you've done you've done a lot of battles that were pretty fast like you announced it the next week or you found out you were going to another country mm -hmm. like five days later yeah where a week before you didn't even know you were battling I've done so, like, some battles on layovers. Do you triple down on on the writing in your mind? Like, because that, that's quick to just be prepared to go to another spot and have that all that stuff in your mind. Yeah, I think I just dedicate a little more time to it than I normally would be, because, like, I write the majority of my stuff the week of or the week before. Okay. Always. Like, even if I have three months prep, I'll still write it the week before because when the juices are flowing, that's when the best stuff comes, you know? Gotcha. And I work better under pressure, like like most people do, you know. Gotcha. But um, the only thing that would switch up from a really short notice one, like like I said, I did the I did a battle on the layover, like I was on the way to Africa. We stopped in London for maybe 12 hours. I left the airport, battled in the alleyway, and went back. And wow. with that, it's kind of just I I do it a lot. Like I repeat it a lot to myself. You know, like I'll lock myself in a bathroom in the airport and go over it really? four or five, six times. Okay. You know, I look crazy in public. Crazy. Yeah, I'm in yeah. diners like 
You know, I look like a nutcase, but yeah, yeah. people definitely think I'm I'm special. Because I don't really see you butt those days mostly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Kind of, we always cross. Yeah. But I don't see that prep. And mm -hmm. then I see you when you're ready, or mm -hmm. I see you on the video when you're ready, and I'm like, right. What went into that? Like, what's his re like? When people go to a, a basketball game, they practice and everything. Mm -hmm. They're doing those. I, I compare it to boxers. What boxers do is when they shadow box, they have like certain combos that they have memorized. You know, they're like, all right, I know when I do this left, right, and then right hook. And they, they make their own little combos up when they shadow box and like their own head movements. I compare it a lot to that because I just walk around and I think, all right, I'm going to do, do this and I'm going to do that. But I don't sit there like a normal rapper would and go, all right, line one, line two, line three. I think of a concept that I, I think would be a good approach to take on the person, and Got I it. work backwards. Got it. I'll write like the punchline, and then I go, all right, how would I set this up to work? Mm -hmm. You know? Got it. So like, and I do all that just walking around in a circle like a psycho. Nah, that's, that's your thing. That yeah. That's you. That's how I do it. <laughs> I feel like everyone kind of comes up, they're a little, of course, when you start, not everyone is going to KOTV or all these Mm -hmm. Smack and all these things. Like, mm -hmm. explain the process. Like, where you started. What was your first battle? How many? You know, like, how how did I get to that to those platforms? Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah, yeah. So you started. I you start started in the lunchrooms. You said. Yeah, I mean, I started there. I started in Job Corps, but I didn't really get noticed until on camera. Obviously, YouTube and stuff like that. Um, those guys that found me in the. ShopRite parking lot were telling me about events here and there, so got it, got it. I would go, I'd show up, I'd battle people, and I, you know, I started doing pretty well. I only had about four battles on camera until King of the Dot got, got me. It. Nice. You know, I I wound up messaging them on Facebook and emailing them uh, okay. and saying, "Hey, check out my footage. You know, I would like to try out for King of the Dot." Um, this was maybe like 2014 or something like that. So you took initiative. Right, they didn't it answer it me. Wasn't them they didn't answer me. Okay. I went I went to Canada then. Really? I got on a bus. My friend had a battle out there. I got on a bus. At right, got PH, it. rest in peace, man. PH Perfect. was battling, I think, Aftershock that day, so I went with him. Mm. And when when we got to the event, I asked him to use his VIP pass. And I went into the back and I was like, How come nobody's answering my messages? <laughs> you know? Wow. I've been messaging you for three months. And wow. they were like, Listen, we'll give you a battle, man. Sorry, wow. you know. You just came up like Yeah. And they gave it to me. Shout out to King of the Dot, man. They held it down. I always tell, I feel like we live in a world where everyone, not everyone, I don't want to speak for everyone, but a lot of it's like, oh, well, I posted today, I'm done. Mm -hmm. But like, I see you do a lot of stuff. There's so much that you do, like online, that mm -hmm. no one sees. Mm -hmm. Then there's a whole side that everyone sees. Like, your meme game is crazy. Stupid. <laughs> like, yeah. Next level meme game. Even mm -hmm. if you worked for an agency and made memes, I wouldn't be surprised. Oh, dude. That, there's companies people make good money. Do that. Yeah, they're, they're memers. Like, oh, it came out of nowhere, but there's companies. They'll be like, oh, this. Drake's dropping his album, hire a meme guy to make yeah, memes yeah. about it. There's agencies that people have full-time jobs just cranking them shits out. Holler at me, <laughs> man. Let me know. But you do a lot of stuff people don't see online. Mm -hmm. Messaging... Right. Your message game is on point, mm -hmm. like you're always online. Where a lot of people would go to their office, you kind of wake up and you're, you're in the, there. You're there. Like, yeah. Already. So you say, um, so it's cool that 
every time I come I come over there to mm-hmm. HOD, you're always locked in. Yeah. And it's cool. It's it's like really seeing someone like really hard at work. Mm-hmm. But you're just so in tune. I, I feel like kind of like the Wizard of Oz, how he kind of came up on the screen and he kind of was just aware of everything happening. Like, <laughs> right, go right. through the forest and go through this. Right. I feel like you're kind of like the Wizard of Oz. For battle rap. <laughs> the like, Wizard of Oz. Be careful, do this. Try, you know, like, yeah. watch out, mother- you know, like, it's really cool. Um, speaking of pop, pop references and speaking of Wizard of Oz, I really didn't hear a lot of this until... He, Maybe, maybe I'm just not as connected to the scene, but mm-hmm. I, re- I started hearing a lot of, like, Pokemon bars. Oh, I'm the godfather. I feel like I'm the godfather. You really went in with that to a yeah. point where it was, the meme game was crazy. Like, mm-hmm. everyone was referring to you as that. Right. Well, when I started battling, like, before it was, like, on camera or, you know, like, if I would have a battle out and, like, whether it was in Camden or Harlem or something, we were just battling for the fuck of it, for respect, that's how I got my name, is I would have those, like, everybody rap about guns and drugs, and I'd come in, and I'd be like, you know, I'll have you eaten out of tubes like Gogurt, or I'd rap about, like, the Power Rangers, Yeah, yeah. you know, like, I, I let my blade speak for itself, like, the White Ranger, people yeah, are like, yeah. <laughs> people are like, but it's a knife line, but it's a Power Ranger line, yeah, so people yeah. were like, woo, but they kind of didn't want to admit they got it, you know, but yeah, I had, Pokemon was really what what boosted me up the Pokemon lines you know yeah yeah I feel like it really branded you in a whole new way you mm-hmm. probably didn't even realize it but you were just but you really took it and ran with it yeah and even um, for a long time you were doing a lot of Gatorade yeah I feel like that was like <laughs> very random <laughs> everywhere yeah and what's cool is like the crowd would uh they would incorporate themselves into it. They'd like scream it with me and stuff. Yeah, it was yeah, pretty, it was, it was cool. It was really cool. The yeah. funny thing about the really Gatorade cool. thing was I got really wasted one night and I woke up in the morning and I had 16 bars in my phone all about Gatorade. Really? So I was like, what the hell? You know, and I wound up telling my friend, I was like, look at this stupid stuff I wrote about Gatorade. He was like, you need to do it. You need to do it. And I was like, but it's about Gatorade. Why would I do it? And I listened to him and it worked, so shout out to Luciano Crack for telling me to do that. That's really cool. Yeah. So all this happens, you're prepped up, mm-hmm. you've been saying it, it's in your mind, mm-hmm. you get to the battle. What's like actually going through your head during, is it like, are you blank space and you're just in the moment? Are you, are you seeing words in your head? Are you seeing images? Are you seeing yourself like stone cold stun your opponent? Well, I was thinking about it this Sunday. What visuals do you have in your head? This, this Sunday was the last time I battled and it was kind of surreal because it was my biggest one, my biggest opponent. And I wasn't nervous or anything. I wasn't very in my zone. I had to practice or anything. I just kind of went in there. I made them switch the format of the event. Like everything's on a stage. I told them take the cameras down. Let's do it on the floor, you know? I went into like event Lex mode and not rapper Lex mode. Like I battle Lex, you know? When we switched the format around. And um, recently I don't I don't really get too nervous or too too focused on my material. I'm very confident in that, that end of it. I want it to look good. You know, try to make sure everybody's standing in a good place on camera so we could have good content. You know, that's really my only concern at this point. If I'm going to do good is a given. 
you know? If it's gonna look good is the tough part. Yeah, Are people yeah. gonna be quiet by the bar, you know? So I'm now I'm more focused on the crowd control aspect of it all. I see that. I feel like it's not even just being nice. Mm -hmm. Like like also in hip hop. Same thing. It's you could be ridiculous. Mm -hmm. But what's what's the story? How do you perform? What's your mm -hmm. performance? Like mm -hmm. I've seen some artists coming up and some were okay with the bars and really good performance and they, they went beyond mm -hmm. and then when they had really good bars and really good performance in mm -hmm. terms of just live performance mm -hmm. it was just everything right so i feel like that performance is everything i think writing it's like the writing aspect of it can be learned the performance i don't think so yeah, yeah either you have it or you don't yeah it's, it's psychology it's mm -hmm. like could be a little bit of like yoga like knowing vibes or whatever it is like right whatever we would call that yeah you know con connecting you say, eyes with the crowd like, is like important you know and like focal points are so important you yeah. know yeah because i see you you'll like you'll be in his face and then you'll like end it you'll look at the camera yeah so well, like, him, the crowd, and the camera are the only three options of things to look at. Yeah, you, go, yeah. you get caught like up here, you look stupid. You yeah, know? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. That's that's really cool, man. Yeah. I feel like saying I feel like me and you have been on similar journeys, but of course different different roads. Mm -hmm. Like when we met ten years ago, I probably just started stereotype. Like, yeah. Just had a shirt. Yeah, a print, printer thing. in your room. You were just doing yep. battling yep and like i feel like i feel like in anything in life if you just stick with it yeah you figure sh you figure stuff out yeah you you don't just fail you don't just evaporate into the earth if life is hard yeah you stick with something you figure things out and i've seen you've you've come such a long way from being in the lunchroom mm -hmm. being on like center stage of like the biggest battle rap leagues mm -hmm getting involved with other things, business things. Right. So it's, it's been really cool to see, man. So I'm really proud of all the, the evolution. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. Appreciate it. So I know you came up, something you were working with, Beast Mode. Mm -hmm. So maybe tell people like... About that whole transition? Yeah, yeah. All right. Just briefly. Yeah. I mean, the, the quickest end of it was that's how I got my feet wet working with Beast Mode, you know. And at one point, once I was experienced enough, I wound up opening up my own brand with, you know, Paul Mars and Maddie, of course. Yeah, yeah. And, nice. um, yeah, we have, we built the biggest bridge between Toronto and New York City, you know, a big, like, um, in international circuit for, for guys. It's, it's pretty cool. Yeah, man, so... But yeah, I got, I got my, my feet wet um, event coordinating in Toronto. That's where I started. Mm -hmm. Yeah, man. Shout out to all the homies out there. Yeah. I mean, it was popping out there. I remember I went with you guys. Um, it was for a beast mode, Toronto. Yeah. Uh, oh, oh, I remember. That was the big one. Yeah, yeah. We had it in the room with all the mirrors in it. Yep. It was a crazy looking place, yeah. Yeah, man. So, life has changed now. Because, yeah. like, now, you're not only responsible for yourself, but... You're visualized, as I said, you're like Wizard of Ozing yeah. shit and figuring out who goes with where. Because now you're not only a business owner, where you have to pay for your, your life yeah. with your business, right? but you're also in control, kind of not in control, but like you're responsible 
for others. For the betterment of others' yeah. battle rap careers. Yeah. Well, that's like one of the main reasons I did it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, when I was coming up, you know, not to throw shade, but if the, if the people who were throwing the events weren't spending the money in the way that they were spending it, I would have had a way easier career. Maybe I wouldn't have had to go through through... I wouldn't have had to take a bus to Toronto if they invested in me a little bit, you know? So I'm super invested into these guys and making sure they make it, you know, and, and that they're not wasting their time with me. I think it's cool too because you've paid your dues, so mm -hmm. you know what it's like to be a dude who's been on his second battle. Mm -hmm. You're not some random business owner mm -hmm. that's like investing in, in just like 27 companies and just right. oversees one thing or two things, mm -hmm. money-wise. Right, I've like, been there. You've been in the trenches mm -hmm. of that and you've seen, you kind of, you probably know how you want to feel and how you don't want to feel when right. you deal with a business or someone who's giving you an opportunity. Which is really cool that, you know, watching Eddie grow has been pretty cool. You yeah, know, yeah. like, and, I, and sometimes I catch myself giving him advice that right after I give it to him, I'm just like, damn, I wish somebody told me that. <laughs> you know, and, and I yeah, didn't have yeah. to learn that on my own, you know, but yeah. I'm the same way, man. I try to do that too. Like I do a mentoring program. I talk mm -hmm. to some youth and sometimes I tell them, I'm like, you may just have to run into a wall. Like I could tell you anything, mm -hmm. but sometimes you just got to put your shoes on and run into a wall, not right. intentionally, but you trying and you don't see the wall. Yeah. But then after you run into it, you're like, wait a minute. I gotta I'll start looking out I'll for walls. I'll a little bit before the wall comes. <laughs> right, right, a little right. bit, you know? So. Oh, there's a wall there. I shouldn't do that. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. Walls are like in the business world. For obstacles, sure. Ceilings. Exactly, man. Right. So, you're very connected to the scene. You're watching a lot of leagues. You're watching a lot of stuff because you want to know about who's coming up. Mm -hmm. To put them in. Finding out. Just say I'm a battle rapper. Okay. I think maybe, because I've seen a lot of posts where maybe you've said something like, this is not how you contact us. Or mm -hmm. this is not what you say if you're trying to get on the stage. Right. Maybe, you know, maybe don't give, you don't have to give all the keys. Mm -hmm. But maybe what what's a tip that you could give a battle rapper that's trying to get someone's attention, that's trying to get on that maybe has no credentials, no records, but is nasty as... Let, you know, don't talk, let your work talk for you. You have a, okay. the best the best opportunity for you to open your mouth is on the stage. You know, so just let your work speak for you and don't be afraid to get in the trenches. Like, listen, if you're new, get in there once every other month, once a month, whatever, you know, get out there and practice makes perfect. Um, there's been some battles that I've done that normally for example, I had a battle versus Kripal, some guy who nobody knows, whatever, who cares. I did it anyway, because I, I love battling, right? That's actually the guy that I did Gatorade on for the first time. I almost didn't do it. That's where the league from South Africa saw me for the first time, uh, battling a person who I was almost about to not battle. So if I didn't battle that guy, I would have never went to Africa three times. Um, so I would say not to be Hollywood, you know, be humble and put in the work so because you never know what's going to come out of each opportunity how would it work in terms of they're out of town mm -hmm. they want to find you most of it's email or message right like what's kind of an etiquette 
that would kind of get on? Do they send you a clip of them rapping against their brother? Yeah, you know, like chances are, to be completely honest, if you're good, I'm gonna see you. I'm the all-seeing eye, man, the overseer. I will, I will see it. Okay. You know, for yeah. sure. If you're good, I'll see it. But um, yeah, I mean, you could join the I Battle TV Facebook group or um, just reach out to me on anything. I watch every, almost everything that gets sent to me. Sick. There's a lot of guys coming up. There's a lot of guys that are nice. I feel like there's also a lot of, there's a whole world of people that are really good that people don't know about. Mm -hmm. Or they're underrated. Mm -hmm. Of course we know some guys that are just crushing it, it's obvious. Right. Who are some guys that are maybe are underrated that you feel this year they could kind of level up a little bit. They're going to level up if you have to make a prediction. All right, aside from my entire roster of 200 people, <laughs> because all of them are ready for that for that work. Um, uh, let me think. Man, there's this kid, Rubando, from the Bronx. He's like a, I don't know if he's 16, if he's 17, but he's insane. Yeah, yeah one of the best kids I've seen in, in years. He's, and he has a very old style, which is really weird. He sounds like he was from 2002. He's a very like like heavy, simile heavy guy. It's, it's like seeing Cassidy at 12. It's really weird. Nice. Oh, he looks like a young kid. He's very good. What's his name? His name's Rubando. Rubando. Okay. I think yeah. I've seen. He battled in my battle. He has before. Yeah. Cool. Cool. But he's not. He's not from my battle though. Got it. Who else? Mac Myron from. Uh, Pontiac, Michigan is another one of my favorites right now. Um, who else? I like Geechee Gotti from out west. Yeah, there's there's a lot of people out right now who are really insane, you know? Um, I, I mean, Oxymiron only has one battle in English, but that was insane. The guy that from Russia. I saw that. Yeah. That was this first disaster, right? Yeah, for sure. A few weeks ago. I mean, I wouldn't. I don't want to say he's new because he's like a platinum-selling artist out there. But yeah, yeah. In America, we don't know who he is, you know. And he's really good, so I suggest checking that out. That battle, I feel, raised the consciousness of who he was. And One of the craziest things I've seen in this culture in years, man. In years. It's, I think of sometimes battle rap is like a, a TV series that on like episode on series uh, season 15 mm -hmm. a lot's happened mm -hmm. someone may want to watch it right and they're like i don't know what to do i don't right. know where to go right so maybe you could recommend i think a lot of the people that listen to my show i don't think they're all as connected to i battle i'm sure i'm sure maybe right. your fans will be on here but just say you're picking up the book of i battle aka the internet uh, and you want to just kind of jump in a little bit right because I, I feel like even wwe sometimes i'm even afraid to jump back into it because you don't know what's going on i took eight years off right so i kind of watched the wrestlemanias but it's hard for me to stick with it what would be like a couple of battles for any newbies that wants to check out battle Rap? i would say e farrell versus dunch would probably be like the top one to check out for my battle yeah we did a new format for that battle which most formats for battle rap is three rounds about two minutes to two minutes and 30 seconds long on smack it's about three minutes three and a half e farrell and dunch we did five rounds only 16 bars each so they were shorter but it was like a little bit of a longer battle 
You know, it was really refreshing. Battle clocks in it under 20 minutes and it's haymakers the whole time. You will be out of your seat for the majority of the battle. And what, uh, what's another one? Um, I would also see Jeffrey vs. Goods for the uh, variety of that battle. They're, they're both pretty different, but really similar at the same time. That one clocked in at almost like 200,000 views or something like that. Nice. And maybe one more? Um, I, I would say Specs vs. Athena because it's really different from normal battle rap, you know? Awesome. And that's a, that's a lady battle? Yeah, 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 yeah. for sure. Nice. And she's, awesome. she's sick. Yeah, I've seen a lot of battles. It doesn't matter, male, female, whatever you are, just yeah. you're nice, you're nice. But her, her writing's really different because she doesn't, she, she's never rapped. Athena. Athena, she's never rapped before. Mm. But she knows how to write really well. And when she, she says things, that makes the room explode. You know, so I would definitely check that one out. It's a real interesting battle. And where could people... So, of course, you have a league that you run. Mm -hmm. I do. Where could people find that? Uh, I battle TV on YouTube. Well, I battle TV on everything. Um, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Awesome. iBattleTV.com. Got it. Awesome. And... There's a lot of terms I hear in battle rap. Mm -hmm. Maybe explain a couple that maybe if someone heard this term, like I know there's a term like body bag. Body bag, like like, a, like thirty, <laughs> like a like body bag and thirty is like you lost clearly. Like a body bag is you had three rounds, you didn't win any of them, they weren't close. You know, got it, got it. you lost. Thirty means thirty. You knocked out every every round. round thirty piece, three zero. <laughs> got it. Yeah. Any other ones? Um, we say we say a bunch of crazy stuff. Um, say people people scream. Um, you know they say say it again. Say it again. Say it again. Make make you know repeat it. They want you to repeat it and stuff like that. Um, what's another really weird like vocab battle rap vocabulary word that people say? Uh, there's a million words for guns that I've never heard before. Yeah, yeah. You know, everybody says, like, the last one I heard was Yapa. Yapa? Yapa. Is that a different language? I don't know. That? I don't know. Okay. I think it's from, like, Virginia or something like that. <laughs> He's like, Big Yapa. And I was like, what is that? Is that, like, something from Burger King? I love it when was... they call me Big Yapa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's cool. That's, stuff. that's cool to like. And I see you guys use the term cult a lot. Yeah, cult. Maybe give people a little bit of, because someone may hop into that uh, battle rap group mm -hmm. and be like, what, what's going on? Like, <laughs> right. Cult. And some people may get worried. Right. Maybe well, kind of really just define we, what that, that is. Mainly we get it from the word culture. And we cult right. we cultivate talent. That's like our job right, right. In, in in the culture is to cultivate talent. And uh, we're probably the biggest supplier of MCs on the planet. iBattle's always been that. If you were a main platform, that's where you would go. And we always had a cult following for it. Mm -hmm. So they started calling, the fans started calling themselves that cult, you it. know? So it just stuck from there that it was the cult, the culture, the cultivation, the cultivation that we do.
That's really cool, man. Yeah. That's really cool. I really like all that stuff. Mm -hmm. Who are a few guys right now that we said underrated, mm -hmm. but who are some of your, like if you had to take five battle rappers to the battle rap Olympics, mm -hmm. who would you probably grab? And it, you, like, of course, you're maybe on the team. And they all got to win? Like, I need you, to pick the five best need, in the yeah, world right now? You're picking your, your dream team. Oh, man. How many spots do I get? Uh, let's do ten. I feel like you could kind of go deep. I can say. name ten. Can I, I mean, like, can I be eight of them and pick two? Because <laughs> I'll take the other eight from the other team. I get, just because we have ten plane tickets to bring you to, to okay. Greece. So we'll get ten. Right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to name eight because I want to lay down on the plane. So, all right, all right. All right. No, uh, <laughs> you know, because I'm, friend, I'm, I'm friends. I'm friends with some of these guys, yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. a little tough. That's true. Um, obviously, like, Dunch and E. Farrell would be two of them. Like I said, they had the biggest battle on, on our channel. Um, Pat Stay, uh, Calico, Big K, uh, who's it? You know, the regulars, the Tay Rocks, the whatever. Mm -hmm. Even Enes, the guy that I battled the other night. Um, nice. What do you got? It's like five there. Shoddy Horror is real sick too, man. He's from Manchester, UK. Nice. nice. He's really sick too. I love how it's people are from all over. Right. It's not just popping in one city. I'll, it's like. I was also going to name 360 from Australia. Nice. I think he's up there too. But he's he sells a lot of albums out there. He stopped battling. He's he's like one of those. I don't even want to say one of those because he's the only one, the only battler. He just like kind of popped with his music and got like a bunch of like 13 year old fans. He's like, I don't need to do this anymore. We're selling out like Radio Disney <laughs> shit out oh, there. Wow, wow. Yeah. So, but on the battle rap tip, he's awesome. Yeah. I yeah. also think Oxymiron's awesome. Yeah. You know. So, uh, you know. All right. My top ten would be Enes, Calico, Pat Stay. Big K, uh, New Jersey Twerk, um, Goods, mm. Dunch, E. Farrell, Bangs, who's like ultimate amazing. Yeah, yeah. You know, the just, biggest talent in, in it. In front of someone that hour and he'll, he'll amazing. Be ready. He'll be ready to go. Amazing. And I'm going to say this last one because he's the most ori original and authentic battler that I know. It's Jack Tripper. He's yeah, very yeah. like, do you know Jack? Yeah, yeah. He comes crazy. Like, he's very gory with his stuff. He's very evil and like, listen, he's got big bags under his eyes. And if you ask him how he has the bags, it's like he has a curse on him. You know, he's not joking. <laughs> you know? Wow. So it's very like, I appreciate the fact that we all have characters, but his kind of isn't one. He's kind of just being mm, himself wow. and, it, and it's weird enough that it works. So yeah, Jack would be my 10th one. Jack's amazing. Nice. That's really awesome, man. Yeah, it's not like the, it's just thinking of a league uh, or like you right. go to another country and you bring in ten guys and you, you gotta really wrap your ass off. Oh, Jack would shut the place down. People wouldn't know what to do. You'd be like, "What is happening right now?" <laughs> you know, when you get in front of a bunch of people who don't know you and you tell your opponent you're gonna like drink their kids' blood so you can reverse your age, they like <laughs> they, they get really weirded out. Uh, you know. The beast, yeah. man. Yeah. And. So you got a couple of events coming up. Maybe just briefly I talk do. about uh, one or two of them. We have the Ultimate Writer Tournament coming up um, at the end of the month. For 
for up and comers or for people already? It's a bit of a mix. Okay. It's a bit of a mix. We throw we throw a bunch of new guys in there with a bunch of people they should not be in there with, mm. and let's see who makes it. You know, uh, there's a thousand dollar prize, nice. and also um, a URL combine spot, which is like a tryout. You know, nice. for for smack. So. Cool. Um, yeah, that's a big deal for them. We got a bunch of our top guys going at it um, on awesome. the 27th. This is on 480 Wild Ave. Got it, got it. And what day is that again? That's January 27th and 28th. Perfect, perfect. So that's... I feel like I've been seeing this. And you kind of mentioned a few guys. Oxymoron, you mentioned another guy. The guy from Australia, you said, who was doing stuff with Disney. Mm-hmm. There's, do you think you could only do one? Like, do you feel like when it comes to energy, putting your thoughts, could you just battle rap or, and get on the mic and be a performer like at these shows and doing tours? And do you think it's about like Oxymoron, as you said, he did how many battles? One. Right. The hip hop scene's a little newish in Russia though. Yeah. Yeah. To where, all right. Like it, we have footage of Biggie battling Preem on the corner. Like, yeah, that could happen. But now, like, will Drake battle Sue Surf when he gets out, like he said? No. Yeah, like, yeah. your lawyers are not letting you do that. You're worth way too much money to do something like that. So... Because if you have a shitty moment... Right. People, as you saw with me, well, it was your hard brand. for him to get up. Like, That's it. Drake really hit him hard. And yeah. I think he maintained. Like, now he's in jail. That's right. not maintaining too well. Oh, for sure. But, um... Yeah, when I, I guess look not. Pre Meek Mill. I do remember that. I do remember him right. getting bodied. Right. Those songs. I mean, there's a couple Even situations like, like, Mill, like Freeway. Freeway got whooped on by Cassidy, and he was kind of looked at like way different from there. Yeah, you know? that's what I'm saying. So, do you think there's a glitch in that system, or do you feel like if you want to be one, you, you're like I think right, you I'm can do on. both. Yeah, yeah, because we know one or two now. The guy Eddie. Right. He's do, he seems to be doing both, but I seem he's doing I try to think of it more of like someone who's a little more solidified. Yeah, like that's could true. they do it if they wanted to? I think like Ludacris can battle rap right now and be amazing and be one of the best in it, period. You know, he will punchline, he'll freestyle, he'll joke, performance, yeah. everything. You know, look at his music videos, they're hilarious, but I think he can do both. Would he? Absolutely he's, not. Yeah, he's a businessman. So he knows if he got bodied by this young mm -hmm. kid, like just say Eddie, I bodied right. him. Right. And it wasn't scripted. Right. Like you could lose in a movie mm -hmm. and everyone loves you. There's way more if people. You lose in battle rap, a right. lot of people, like they look at you like, what? There, there's lost there's way guy. more people invested into, like, let's say Ludacris, for example. There's way more people invested into the Ludacris, the brand, than Ludacris is himself. You know? So, exactly. like, he. Probably wouldn't even be allowed to if he wanted to. Yeah, yeah. You, you I, know? I don't see it happening that often. No. That's why we kind of see these battle raps, mm -hmm. these beefs right. in rap mm -hmm. that kind of fizzle out. But I've seen, bro, Ja Rule, man. Like, yeah. That beef with M, I don't think that helped him. I think that kind of buried him a little bit. And um, I, I like, I grew up on him too, but. I don't want to say this because it's a little harsh, but like, dude, Joe Budden battled and now he's a fucking blogger. Yeah, yeah, he's he's making Mills yeah. doing shit for Revolt now, which is pretty awesome. Great, but, but you're yeah, an interviewer now. Yeah, yeah. It, you're new, you know. It shifts your status when you right. get by, when you get rocked. 
And Joe Budden lost, you know? I'm not going to say he got murdered and embarrassed. Who did he battle him? Hollow to Don. Um, he battled him live in Total Slaughter in New York, and I don't think he's been looked at this as the same type of lyricist since. You know, now he's yeah, got yeah. this little rap beef with Eminem, who probably planned just like his Saigon one was. But no. uh, oh, Joe Budden, yeah, yeah. right, right, right. Yeah, he, you know, he loves trying to get his name up with dissing people, but yeah, yeah. you lost to Hollow. You had your chance to really have a real one, and you lost. So, uh, you know, I think, I don't think they'll do it. Yeah, yeah. It- I think you you pick your poison you pick your poison that you want to jump in and I think Oxymiron had a very good showing. The hip hop scene in Russia is a little yeah. new for it to like be that effective. Anything, like a little bit more because it's not, it's a little more rare out there. I think also they respect it there. Yeah, yeah. But he's winning though his battle, so we don't really know, you know. Exactly. Like it's true. Right. And I think even if you're at a point like that, like where you're killing it that bit. You could almost stage things like you have right. money, you have certain things where you you could position yourself. I don't mm. know if he would do that, right? But if I was killing it, I think cannabis is done. You I know. remember that I saw that a year ago, man. Mm-hmm. And I haven't seen any music like I, I'm not a deep, yeah. a hardcore uh, cannabis fan, so I don't mm. know all his. I know he has a lot of back pages with music and stuff, but I haven't seen really anything. I mean, listen, he's been being embarrassed for a long time, and like, you know and still putting stuff out. So even if after the loss, he still puts stuff out. He puts stuff out after LL Cool J and all this other stuff that happened to him. He still still puts stuff out. But he lost a lot of fans. Like a lot of people were just like, yeah, I give up. I, I can't, you cannot tell somebody, this is one of the best rappers in the world. When you have something like that out where you're completely humiliated because that would never happen to the best. You know, it, it it was so bad. It almost seemed somewhat planned. Like I don't want to rap anymore. Let's right. fuck, let's right. fuck this up. Right. Because yeah. it was it ended that bad. Right. And you saw people literally jump. Like you've said, people jump ship on him. And like I can't rap, even though ten years. That happens. Even more. Mm-hmm. I've known him since he was like ninety eight. <laughs> yeah. That's like twenty years. Yeah. People just jump and ship because of that moment. That and happens. That's, crazy. that's like. But salute to Cassidy, though. Yeah, yeah. Because when he came back, he did great. He had, like, one of the best mainstream showings. You know, him, Cassidy and Freeway is a legendary battle. That like, was, it, that yeah, sparked yeah. this stuff, kind of. I feel like it was very debatable, too, though, which was good about that. It, they both kind of helped. I don't know who you thought won, but mm-hmm. they kind of both held their own where it mm-hmm. wasn't a complete body where he's, like, pulling right. out paperwork and looking... Like, I don't remember towards it. towards the end, it was it was getting ugly. Freeway yeah, yeah, was yeah. demanding to put a beat on, and it's because Cassidy was he's built for that type of environment. Punchline, 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 punchline. Yeah, yeah. You know, you got a f- nice flow that only lasts that so long. But yeah, man. Cassidy came back and was amazing. Yeah, yeah. You know? I, I bought his album. Did you? Hotel. <laughs> he came out with I think he came out with two albums. I bought the first one. Mm-hmm. When he was doing a lot of stuff with Swizzy. Right. Um, yeah, he was Rough Riders. Or, I don't, is he still Rough Riders? I don't know. Was he rough? Or was no, he, he was. Okay. For sure. He was on the um, the Rough Riders mixtapes that they put out. I think they were, like, the Rider oh, Dies. Oh, Rider Dies. He was on one or two of them. Like, yeah. Of, of, like, yep. Yeah, and he's still, he's doing more battle rap, though, than 
Mm -hmm. Would you say more battle rap than actual song stuff, Cassidy? Or is he more... I don't know what he's doing. Yeah, yeah. He... I can't even... I don't know. I don't think he's taking too much from battle rap as much as he's like... Just trying to eat off of it. I will say this, though. Ten years ago, he told Murder Mook in a diss. He was like... Want want to battle me? I'm gonna get at least 200 grand. Mm. And 10 years later, he got it. Someone gave him that money to battle. So like, hey, if you manifest the $200,000 deal, God bless, man. You know? <laughs> he puts in that work, man. He puts in that work. He also got hit hit by a car. He's got a big plate in his face. Really? Yeah. Wow. And yeah, man. And sometimes hip hop too. It's hard to be an OG like Jay and M doing stuff in 10. 15 mm -hmm. albums like right. a lot of when you come in a lot of these artists don't have money mm -hmm. so like Cassidy how much money do you think he had on that album probably not much money he just no. brought his bars right but like if you don't sell then all of a sudden you're not that you're not on the label and then right. it's like some artists don't have that 100k to just throw into something right like that Swiss beat hotel song Swiss mm -hmm. beats probably 80% off that oh for sure making the beat and doing this for sure it was probably sampled Probably got R. Kelly through his connections, you know. So how much, you know? So it's tricky for artists. Mm -hmm. What could you? What would you say? You, you're an artist. You're sustaining. Mm -hmm. You have a roof over your head mm -hmm. because of what you do. Mm -hmm. What could you tell a young person that's like, I'm doing this. I got no views. I put out the song on iTunes. I, I, I said I sold ten copies. Like, how do you sustain? How do you like? Rapping is ten percent of the job. Okay. I would say that, you know, learn to promote, learn to monetize anything that you can, you know, um, and get out there, man. It, you know, it's not a one man job. You have to have a team and they have to understand that you're the face of it. You know, like, yeah. they need to know that there's only one person in the spotlight, but everybody can eat if they work on that one person, you know, and there's no room for egos and that type of stuff. Mm. So... Um, I've, I said this before I was watching a uh, smoke perp vlog where like he was in the studio guy next to him making beats another guy behind them taking pictures guy behind him that's editing the pictures that he's taking then there's a guy who's videoing everything I'm watching you know what I'm mm -hmm. saying then another dude on the phone on Instagram you know and all of those people are smoke perp like mm -hmm. he can't do it without the 10 people in the room, yeah, yeah. you know? So think of that. And if that's not how your system is going, then you're messing up. That's how it needs mm -hmm. to be, you know? Um, granted, I don't have it a hundred percent like that. That's the goal for me too, so. Yeah, man. I think I, I read this recently. Your income is a reflection of the impact you're making on the community, the world and the people around you. So mm -hmm. like, Think about how you can make a bigger impact. Right. That's yeah. a really good, that's, hey, that's a really good point. <laughs> it's in a way why I found a comfort zone in stereotype because mm -hmm. I was able to do these collabos, mm -hmm. help other people make bread, mm -hmm. do these things, throw these events, help this person perform, you know? So I kind of felt the comfort zone mm -hmm. creating the platform. And I see we've done similar things, which is right. really cool. With just different Ten platforms. years in the game, yeah. Mm -hmm. Where you're not just eating, but you're you're giving these guys coming down this, right. doing this, and you're giving. This but you're guy right because we've been doing. Sustaining. We've been doing the you. same. You know, you know. I wore that Beast Mode shirt in the battle with the with the X Men one. Remember? Mm -hmm. 
Do you remember what? Do you know what I'm talking about? Where you made me the shirt with the beast from X Men oh. on it, and oh, it said yeah. beast mode on yeah, it. You yeah, know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, I remember that. We've been doing the same thing, man. Where like I would go in my battles, I'd wear my stuff, but now you make the merch. You oh, know what I'm thought, saying? Yeah, yeah. It's so cool. it's yeah, it's a hand in hand thing. Like make relationships, build bridges. You know, and don't be afraid to break out of your shell and you know shake hands and say what's up to people and exactly. and network and 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 you know get out there and make build relationships you know a lot of people exactly. are very they want to play the wall nothing gets done and from over there should throw money at them but yeah you know i agree no one's too cool to say hi yeah you know? i i try to say this as much as possible if I know people may say it's a cliche or mm -hmm. like it's something you say after someone dies and you're like, oh, if I could do anything, let me know. Like, right. I say that all the time <laughs> and a lot of people hit me back and then I actually do the thing. So I think matching your act, your actions, matching what you just said mm -hmm. is so key because you came to me. I made you asked for that shirt. I made mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. Another one, another one. Mm -hmm. It wasn't. A strategy for me to make the merch for iBattle. It's right. just a natural. Right. Ten years later, things were just naturally happening. And so. and now there's two empires. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, anyone out there, as you said, bring people on, give them a shot, help them, right. help other people win too. It's not a right. I I I. It's a we we. It's a we thing. And also a not a. a I mean, not that I know a lot about the music business, but what I've realized was, man, your performance are, is so important. Like, bring people through the door, sell tickets. Mm. If you are, it, listen, if it costs two hundred, if it costs twenty dollars to get into a show, yeah. If you have, if you're going to a show, it costs twenty dollars to get in, and you're bringing ten people, and you're making somebody two hundred bucks. Don't be afraid to say, hey. Listen, I just made 200 bucks for you guys. Let me get 100. You guys keep 100 and let's keep this going. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know? That's the way to do it. Talk money to these guys. Yep, and yep. if you're not talking money to them, you you're really not talking about anything. Yeah. You know? So, I would say get that flow going. In the 90s, they hustled stuff out of trunks and you need that same hustle nowadays. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and if any artists listening, holler at us. Yeah. We can make like merch has been a great additional income for so many artists that i've met i've right. currently helped about 12 13 just holla um, yeah we're, we're getting down to that sad point just let people know where we've got to close the show but anyone tuned in i hope you stay connected mm -hmm. we got a, an amazing dj about to rip it her name is kitty she's gonna crush it mm -hmm. she's also gonna be djing this saturday at the maker park radio fundraiser at craft house so we hope to see everyone there. i love craft house please come out if you can't come out Hit that donate button, 10, 20 bucks times 50 people goes a really long way. Yep. And on Saturday, all the 50% of the proceeds on Stereotypes website gonna also donate to Maker Park Radio. Sweet. Just to keep the things flowing. Sweet. This, so roof. get some iBattle merch so we can <laughs> donate it to Maker Park. <laughs> so yeah, just let people know where they can find you and where, where they could follow me? Yeah, yeah. Don't follow me. I'll call the cops on you guys, man. <laughs> That's illegal. Pre I'll press charges too. Don't follow me. No, uh, I'm Lex Luther on Instagram. The Lex Resist on Twitter. And yo, thank you all for tuning in. Make sure to stay connected. Don't stop dreaming.